Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Off the Books Podcast. As always, I am Taylor. I am Brandon, and I feel like a fucking piece of shit rolling down the street right now because I've been sick for three days. I know, poor thing. So I'll if you on the weekend, if you hear me like sniffling and fucking coughing today, I don't have the Rona, but I think I've got a mixture of hangovers, a bunch of bad shrimp, and allergies. <laughs> I didn't start feeling like this until I ate shrimp on Easter, okay? Okay, well, that makes sense. Probably. So I was dying Sunday morning. Yeah. All right, mm. well, today I'm really excited because this was my pick. Mm-hmm. And we are discussing the love, uh, love Hypothesis by I... Allie... Hazelwood. Hazelwood, thank you. Yep. I am so it's excited. Trash. I I really liked this book. I was just telling you, I really really enjoyed this book. I uh, I didn't. I mean, I didn't think I was not going to enjoy it, mm-hmm. but like, I don't know. It's just not my typical. Yeah, not my not typical, typical cup of tea. Read. Yeah, like, like I, like I was literally just telling you, like I'll talk shit on like Hallmark and Lifetime movies all the time, especially the Hallmark movies. Mm-hmm. But like, I love this sappy, like rom-com shit. That's like one of my favorite genres of manga and anime is like yeah. rom-com. Like, and they have a whole section at Barnes and Noble with a table for rom-com and I love mm-hmm. it. So it's like, there, this is on there and then a few others that I've read bef- before. So yeah, um, yeah. so th- this book is pretty short. Third um, year PhD candidate, Olive Smith doesn't believe in lasting romantic relationships but her best friend does. And that's what got her into this situation. Convincing Anne that Olive is dating and well on her way to a happily ever after was always going to take more than a hand wavy Jedi mind tricks. Scientists require proof. So like any self-respecting biologist, Olive panics and kisses the first man she sees. That man is no other than Adam Carlson, a young hotshot professor and well-known ass, which is why Olive is positively floral floored when stanford's reigning lab tyrant agrees to keep her charade a secret and be her fake boyfriend but when a big science convent um conference goes haywire putting olive's career on the bunsen burner adam surprises her again with his unyielding support and even more unyielding six-pack abs suddenly their little experiment feels dangerously close to combustion and Olive discovers that the only thing more important or more complicated than a hypothesis on love is putting her own heart under the microscope. So I, I was actually, I was reading along with the synopsis with you on, uh, on my audible account. Uh-huh. This is a, this is an instant New York times bestseller and TikTok sensation. It is a TikTok sensation. And it was a Buzzfeed best summer read of 2021. Yes. It was it got a lot of um good reviews very quickly. Yes. And also her best friend's name is not Anne. How do you pronounce it? It's on. On. And I you know we said Anne. Do you know why I know that? Because you do audible. No. Well, yes, but I had a friend in college who was also Vietnamese and his name was also on. Oh, he didn't spell it with the H, he spelled it A-N. But oh. it, it it was on, yeah. Interesting. And as soon as as soon as I heard heard her say about like flying home with with on for like family trips to Michigan and all the Vietnamese being spoken around her, I was like, yeah, just like my boy Trin. 
Yep. On. Yep. That's cool. So this book opens up in a prologue and it's uh, Olive who has expired contacts um, goes running into the bathroom because she's working late at the at the lab at her school and she can't see a thing it's just very blurry she runs into the bathroom and a man is in there and he's like what are you doing in here this is my bathroom and so they have like a little conversation about how she can't see she's in expired or expired contacts he kind of tells her that's a horrible idea don't ever do that he's like you're wearing expired contacts she's like three years is not that expired yeah and this you're a scientist this girl and my mother are kindred spirits for shit like that i'll tell Mm -hmm. you what she gave me ketchup one time i thought that shit was barbecue sauce it was so fucking dark red that shit was like eight years expired that's so gross I was about to make barbecue chicken. I got out. I was like, oh, this is ketchup. Oh, yeah, that's, that's this is 2019. This expired in 2009. So <laughs> but he like they start talking, even though she still can't see. And he was being somewhat of an ass to her at first. And then they go on to talk about why she wants to be in the, um, you know, be considered for a candidate for the PhD. And he asks her or he tells her it's not um that you just want to do it to do it he was like it's your reason to do it that matters and so she like said a little um reason that she she wants to go into this and he just she said she would see him next year and he was like maybe maybe not and then just walks away and so she fixes her contacts and that was that so she never knows who this guy is but he's just a stranger in the bathroom. And that's a lot of foretelling right there. So we pick up in chapter one. That's where I've met some of the best people in my life. They were strangers in the bathroom. Now we're best friends. Hey, hey, that's how girls meet all their best friends at 1 a.m. in the Bushwaller's bathroom in Frederick. (laughs) Hey, you were a stranger at a bar in a basement. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, But it was at my home, so... I'd hope you didn't but, just walk in. You know? But was it not at a bar in a basement? It was. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So chapter one opens up um, and it's Olive kissing a random guy that she sees in the hall because she had told her best friend on, on, you did say on, right? On, yes. Yeah, on. She told her best friend on that she was going on a date tonight Um because her other friend that she had dated for a couple months, very short, um, Jeremy, is they both like each other, On and Jeremy. So she was like, I have to pretend I'm going on a date so that they can feel like they're able to date without any issues from me or anything like that. So she was at the lab just working late at night, so she didn't have to be home and explain why she's home and not on her date. And on just happens to show up so she had to just randomly kiss the first guy she saw and she pulls away and it's the damn ass doctor not ass doctor but ass comma he is an ass no he's um, he's he's a, he's the ass man like from side man. like from seinfeld cosmo yeah. kramer the ass man the ass man <laughs> um and adam or dr carlson so <laughs> so he they both pull away and 
she was like, oh, she like finally realizes who it is. She's like kind of freaking out, trying to explain what's going on of like why she kissed him. And the only thing he can say is, I'm going to write you up. And like I'm going to file, file a title nine lawsuit against you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A title nine <laughs> lawsuit. And you'll be hearing from them soon. And so she's getting so worried. She's like, no, 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 please don't do that. And then she kind of changes her mind. You know what? You're right. You should do that. I'm, that was terrible. I'm so sorry. I thought I, I, you, you said yes though to like, can I kiss you? And he was like, um, no, I didn't. He was like, I never gave consent. She was like, you grunted. Yeah. And he's like, grunting is consent. <laughs> Grunting's not consent. He's like, I did not grunt. Yeah. <laughs> so she basically they have their small discussion of whether he should file something against her or not and then she just runs away and he hear she hears him calling after her like by her first name which she thought was weird because they've never like met and she doesn't like work with him or anything because she's still a student he's a professor so chapter two opens up and she gets an email from a professor at harvard tom benton who tells her that he thinks that her work on pancreatic cancer sounds good and um because she her professor is leaving and retiring and so they don't they're not giving her the funds for her students to do these like detailed projects to get the equipment and all that so she's trying to get this stuff from other schools uh so that she can can do this work and so tom benton tells her that the work sounds good and when he visits stanford um that he'll meet, well, they'll set up a meeting. So she, um, so she runs into on again and on starts asking all these questions about why she's dating Carlson. And if he's, if she's actually doing that and is she crazy? If, if she are, is she out of her mind? Um, is he then, an alien? And yeah, like, is he an alien? Is it a green card thing? Cause I'll marry you in a heartbeat. Yeah, because she's because all of the main character is Canadian mm -hmm. and is only here for school because she got a full ride. Is is he blackmailing you? Like yeah. all of this crazy shit. Like and Adam comes up from behind her and he's like, Is everything okay over here? Because mm -hmm. he overheard them and she's like, Yeah, everything's fine. And so they're talking after on leaves, and he's like, she's like, Oh, Dr. Carlson, like, I'm so sorry I, you had to get go through that like I, I apologize and he was like well if you're kind of if you're you, you still need your friend to believe we're dating just call me Adam and she's like oh. he was like if we're gonna be fake dating you might as well like call me by my first name that's what like yeah. you do with with boyfriends right exactly yeah and so um it was just interesting that that they that he saves her from that all and like then just says oh just call me Adam like everything's fine mm -hmm. so she goes back to school the next day realizes everyone's looking at her whispering making comments all this stuff until her friend Malcolm who we find out is is gay I, I don't know if he's gay I think he's kind of like I'll fuck anyone he because they talk about his character they talk about him bringing girls home but then they also talk about him bringing boys home yes so I think yes. he's just out there being like yeah I'll, I think he's I'll fuck anyone I don't care who it is like yeah, he might they be all cool with me. Yeah, he might be pan. So uh, Malcolm comes up and tells her that everybody knows that her and Adam are dating. And he's kind of he's yelling at her because he's Malcolm has been rejected from 
at like Malcolm has been rejected from Adam's like work and like all his proposals and stuff mm-hmm. like because Adam's so critical of his students and yeah. he like has people running out of his office crying every minute so he was like why would you do this to me like you know he's an ass to me like you know what he's, he's done and she's like oh I'm sorry you know it just kind of happened so she goes up to Adam to let him know and starts apologizing and then he conf- decides that they should basically start to fake date because it helps them both out her with her two friends that were trying to date but didn't want to do it behind her back mm-hmm. and then him because he's called a flight risk as a professor because he's uh, been recruited by so many places and they think he's going to leave so they freeze his fucking funding yeah so she's like Which, okay this both works out i was away i think i felt pretty early on i was like adam's got some fucking ulterior motives here Oh yeah, because who? I, like, I mean, who I would like, just randomly like, do that? Apparently, well, well. I mean, he could have easily gotten any other fake girlfriend or a real girlfriend or whoever that didn't go to that school, and then just brought them along everywhere. But he just gets her. Yeah, which we will find out about. But so in the next chapter, she goes to his office, and they discuss the ground rules of dating and how long the relationship should last so ironically enough it's right before my they they wanted to end it right before my birthday yes and your mom's birthday and my mom so they said september 29th would be the last day of their fake dating because that's when he would know if the board decides to freeze or unfreeze his funds that was when like the the fiscal budget meeting was yeah so he was like, it shouldn't last any longer than that. By that day, I will know, and we can just call it off if you want. Right. And then she goes into all the ground rules of we have to do something at least once a week together on campus so people Where can, people see, can us. see us. Like yeah. a coffee date. So then they decide every Wednesday they're going to get coffee at the Starbucks on the campus. At 10 o'clock. At 10 o'clock every time. I and love how he pulls up that huge calendar and there's like all these fucking dates on it and whatnot. And they're like, he's like, yeah, 10 o'clock. Yeah, 10 o'clock will work. And she's like, you're going to put in your calendar? He's like, I'll remember it. Yeah. There's no way I'm forgetting. Yeah, I'm, I'm not forgetting this. So. Really? <laughs> huh. Why would you be so good at remembering that? Yeah. So then she makes the mistake of saying, also, no sex. And he's like, um, yeah, duh. <laughs> like, what, what do you expect? i love you say she makes the mistake Mm -hmm. (laughs) saying no sex yep and he she's like oh um i'm so sorry and then gets like because she gets very awkward she's an awkward character i guess you're also saying that if if you would have been putting those rules in you would have been like we're having sex at least twice a week regardless of if i'm your fake girlfriend like i see them muscles under your henley shirt motherfucker what is going on I mean, Adam, man. He, mm, have you seen that cover of the book? You're like, damn. It's behind me. I know, but I feel like they could have made like him there, look. There, like there he is. I know. Why is he looking at her? Look at his because eyes open surprised. like that. Look at his eyes. He's like, because that's how it's supposed to be in the first begin, the first chapter. She kisses him, and he's like, like. Uh-huh. But in also, and after they have their discussion of the rules of fake dating and all that good stuff she finally caves and tells malcolm that they're fake dating 
and he's he's the only one that who is allowed to know and nobody else she tells him because she doesn't want him to hate her because he's like barely talking to her Mm -hmm. yeah so next time we see olive and adam is them meeting for their weekly new coffee break like their first one yeah their first one so so they barely they barely talk they they try to make it like a really quick thing or at least she does he tries to extend it but it's not like he doesn't he's also that person that doesn't want to sit there and keep asking questions and keep trying to talk to her if she wants to leave so how interesting was it that she was like what's your favorite color and he was like black then he asked her he's like what's your favorite color she goes white white because <laughs> she got on him for black not being an actual color she's like was, but it's it's no color at all and and, yeah. she, and he's like well white's like all the colors so i don't accept that answer either yeah it's so funny um but in the same chapter they also go on the second coffee date uh a week later and uh it's he's like in a terrible mood and he always buys the coffee like and like a snack for her mm-hmm. so I think it was this time she gets the pumpkin spice like latte or frappuccino, whatever it was. And she he was in such a mood. She orders him a chamomile tea. He orders him tea. Because I fucking hate tea and chamomile. (laughs) Chamomile. And he's getting so pissed off. He's like, I don't want this. I want black coffee. She's like, nope, nope. You're you're having this. Sorry. so he like tells her like he's sorry for his bad mood it's because of the funds and that they're still still being frozen um but he's hopeful hopeful for the like september date that they'll unfreeze it um and then some random guy comes up and goes adam blah 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 blah, starts talking to him and introduces himself to olive as tom benton Mm -hmm. and the guy who wants to talk to her while he's on at the campus they were supposed to have a meeting stuff. that day at like three that o'clock day. yeah and he's like and oh we'll just do it right now yeah we'll let's just do, do it right it. now and he's being an ass though because he was like adam do you want to join us and he's like no that's a little like i shouldn't that's personal like i shouldn't be in here like it's her interview not me and he's like and he's no like, it's no, not really an us, interview us. it's more of a just a conversation yeah as he asks her all about her detailed life and about her mom having the pancreatic cancer, how she passed away, when was it? And Adam's like, dude, this these are not questions you should be asking. You should be asking her this and this and this. And he goes on like with these detailed questions. I was gonna say, I love that the first question he asked her, he's like, he's like, so I've read over like your reports and like all this stuff. He goes, so what's cool about it? Yeah. And he's she's like, just like, uh, uh, wh- what? And then fucking Adam's like, nah, what the hell are you doing no you don't ask that question he's like well what would you ask so he asks mm-hmm. him all, all asks her all, like all these detailed questions and whatnot and she's just like oh i've got those answers because she yeah. had practiced like all the night before with with yeah, malcolm all the technical like, answers about what she would go through and whatnot and she just rattles him off like it's like like she was prepared for that like he mm-hmm. he saved her ass again yeah he she was prepared for those technical uh questions yeah. not what's cool about it yeah and then and then tom asks her like why pancreatic cancer like third years are normally like fighting over getting you know time in the lab or shit like that like Mm -hmm. by a third year the fact that you know exactly what you want to do why specifically that did someone Mm -hmm. that you know have pancreatic cancer yeah yeah 
and it was her mom and she starts to cry and yeah. then adam, and then adam like is like dude stop being an asshole to my girlfriend yeah and afterwards she asks adam if tom knows that if he knew that they were fake dating and he was like no why would i tell him she's like oh that's that's interesting like okay mm-hmm. so the after all of that then um then well tom says like hey i'm having a speech here um do you want to like are you going to my talk to my, tomorrow yeah. yeah you're going to my talk she was like had no clue about it not not a single thing of where it was what it was about she's like of course of course i'm gonna be there like, absolutely i wouldn't no miss problem. it for the world yeah I've got and a so, countdown widget in my phone for this shit yeah so he walked tom walks up to go get his coffee from starbucks and she like turns to Adam and she's like, you're going to send me the information, right? Of where it's at. And he was like, I got you. Like, He's like I'll, I'll email it to you. <laughs> exactly. I'll email it. Okay. So, I think this, this next chapter, because this is chapter six where this happens, is one of my favorite chapters because it's when they attend the speech for the talk and it's so packed in the room and she goes with Ann and Malcolm and they're in there and people are still coming in behind them and pushing them up and up uh and on tells her because they see adam down below sitting on it in a chair and on goes and says hey i think it would be a good idea if you sit in your boyfriend's lap so you know i'd have more room here to stand Mm -hmm. and she's like no 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 like i can't i can't do that like we're in front of the whole school and she's like well last year these people were making out so she's like and malcolm swears he saw such and such give such and such a fucking little manager yeah in the in the middle of a talk yeah so she's like you can sit on your boyfriend's lap so she's like asking like kind of like i and adam like hey can i is this okay and he just kind of like pulls her into his lap and she like slide like is sliding off and he just like lifts her back up and puts her back on his lap and yeah like tightens his grip around her and this is like, like the cutest thing this is like also one of the first chapters we get to meet holden mm-hmm. holden rodriguez i'm so excited because there was a lot of talk about holden yes but because malcolm's had a thing for holden mm-hmm. for years yeah for years and so and he even M- malcolm even brought up to to olive when he she told him about the fake dating of well why couldn't you just fake date holden rodriguez like he's attractive he's attractive i would have loved to see him and like see him around more and she's like yeah if he wasn't gay like and like i don't even know if she knew that but and malcolm like grabs her hand and he's like i would fake date you yeah like she's like she's like and on and i have a pack like if if my visa's coming up, like she and I'll get married so I can stay in the country and become an American citizen. Yeah. It was so cute. So, so they leave the talk after he, she sits on his lap. She thanks him and stuff. And she's like, I'm so sorry. You, like I keep putting you in these situations. Like this is just so sad. Terrible. He's, he's like, I'm just going to go ahead and keep tacking it onto the title nine lawsuit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and that's his joke through the whole thing, which I mm-hmm. love um but like they're, they're, they're running bit yeah but as they are ready to go leave campus it's just her malcolm and on in the car and i think jeremy was there 
they're like, why is there a backup in the, like to leave? Like, this is ridiculous. And they look out of the window and they see that a truck was like stalled or whatever, or ran out of gas. And Adam gets, gets over there and starts pushing the truck uphill and out of the way. On like, on's like, you need to go over there and kiss your fucking boyfriend. And yeah, she's like, no, why, why, why would I do that? And she was like, he just pushed a truck by himself up a hill into a parking spot. Go give your boyfriend a fucking kiss. Yeah. So she goes over and she's like, hey, so on told me like, I should probably like kiss you. And he's like, um, okay. And she's like, well, we, I can just hug you and that's fine just instead of kissing. And he's like, no, you don't want to hug me. Like, I'm gross. I'm sweaty. Like, that's disgusting. I just pushed a truck. <laughs> exactly. I'm, I'm perspiring a little bit. Yeah. Had some neurons firing off and whatnot. <laughs> so it was really funny. So she ends up, like, just giving her, like, a little peck or giving him a little peck and um, and then walking back to on, like, let's leave. Like, this is weird like i'm like wow i did not like i did not expect uh to see you two nearly start making out in front of the biology building in this parking Uh lot in front of everyone (laughs) so funny and and she even i think it was on at this point who says like he's he you should see the way he looks at you like he's like really into you and she's like oh no 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 he's not like that's that's crazy like i'm he's not into me but after that yeah her self-confidence level is like abysmal yeah like we we've read some books that have had some characters with some pretty low Mm self-confidence this girl takes the takes number one place number one place and malcolm and and on through the entire thing are just like we've been trying to tell you for years you are amazing you're beautiful Mm -hmm. like you're an amazing scientist. You know your shit. Yeah. Like, we just need you to see it. And Adam it tries to tell her the same thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. she doesn't, she doesn't, she's like, no, I'm not good enough. Why what would anyone see in me? Like, mm-hmm. there's nothing good about me. I I just keep messing shit up for people. Like. Yeah, she's definitely, she definitely needs a confidence boost. But when she goes back to school then whatever amount of days go by either the next day or whatever um a few students come up to her and start blaming her because adam denied one of the students proposals and said that he basically needs to redo the whole thing because it was shit he didn't take care he didn't try it just looked like a kindergartner did it and put no thought into it yeah, when, when Greg started going off on her in that lab, I was like, fucking slap him. Yeah. Slap him. Go after him. Like, yeah. yell at this motherfucker. I'm like chaining down a machine at work. Like, listen to this. Just like, hit him with this chain. Like, get it, girl. <laughs> hit him with the chain. <laughs> but she gets so mad because, like, she's like, well, what? I don't we don't talk about work because he was like he's like don't you talk about school and work like when you guys are together at loan like didn't you know he was gonna fail me and she's like no he doesn't tell me that like no why would he that's not his bit um, that's not my business to know what he's gonna do um for his job and she even like asks him she's like did you did you like fail greg Mm -hmm. and she he's just like i can't talk about that with you yeah and whatnot and then they go in this long tirade 
like he he sends all this like she's like you're you know you're an asshole like your students hate you all this kind of stuff and whatnot and then he's just like look i'm trying to make sure that they're comparable scientists like they're not mediocre or anything like that and she ends the text conversation with well fuck you adam Mm -hmm. and then they don't then they don't talk for like two days yeah until the picnic um until the sunscreen incident that's what i like to refer to it as Mm -hmm. because they had um like a school like biology picnic um with all the directorates there and the um professors and everything students were allowed to go everybody so she even said like this is a great time for us to show in front of the board that you're committed you're in a relationship and you're not a quote-unquote flight risk to the to the school yeah she's like why don't i just like bring a marriage certificate we can just drop it in front of them yeah and to like prove that like you're not going anywhere exactly so they're all there they they arrive um it was Olive, Han, um, on Jeremy and Malcolm, they all arrived to the which on like and Jeremy, yeah, on and Jeremy are dating and have been for a little while at this point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they're like that. That part of the plan has already worked out for the fake dating part. Mm-hmm. So they all look around and they all spot Adam before she does, and they're like, "Oh my god! Oh, oh my god!" Yeah, on sitting there, she's like, she's like holy shit yeah holy shit holy shit and then malcolm's just like is that carlson yeah jeremy's like does he have a six-pack malcolm's like i think that's eight yeah on meanwhile still just sitting over there like holy Holy shit shit. (laughs) and she's like uh uh, olive when were you gonna tell us like your boyfriend's like ripped and she's like Uh, but in her mind she's like i didn't know i didn't know nobody uh, we don't do shit like i don't know she was like it does make kind of sense from the times that i've hugged him now and whatnot yeah. but like i i didn't know didn't no i probably so, could have put two and two together i'm a scientist make a hypothesis find a conclusion so, this is my favorite part other than like there's a lot of favorite parts but so Ann puts sunscreen in her hand, in Olive's hand, and it's like a huge glob. And she's like, "It's a like, two, what am I it's a two hander." Yeah, she's like, she said she was do? sitting there looking like a beggar with her hands. She's like, "What am I going to do with all this sunscreen?" And she's like, "Ann's like, I have an idea. Hey, Adam, <laughs> hey, get Car- out of here, Carlson. Carlson. Have you have you put on any sunscreen yet?" And he's like, "Uh, nah, no, I haven't." She's like, well, I think you need it and do not fret. She has a lot. <laughs> Olive turns around and she's like, looks like I jacked off an elephant. Do you want some? <laughs> you want some? It's um, SPF 50. <laughs> so, so he like bends down and like she starts putting it out on his back because she's like, this is way she, more she's, appropriate than He's like, yeah, go ahead and put it on my front. And she's like, Please, please turn around please turn around <laughs> you can dip your hand in and you can get some for your chest i'm gonna get your back <laughs> and then she ends up just like getting his shoulders getting the back all that stuff well and, he takes some from her to do the front yeah to do the chest um but it was just so funny and she was like she keeps apologizing the whole time and he's like 
just more to add to the t um, Title IX, you know, suing for you, you know. Yeah, the to the, to the title, title IX lawsuit for you. Yeah. So, so after that scene, and things, I like this book because things move. Relatively somewhat, quickly. Yeah, someone quickly. Um, but like, I like how it's not like extended periods of time. Because, like, each chapter, there's, like, multiple scenes of, like, different days, which I like. Mm -hmm. So, in the next part, after the picnic, um, they're both working late at school. And she doesn't know he's there. She goes to get a snack um, from the vending machine in the break room. And the motherfucker took her chips. <laughs> the motherfucker <laughs> took her last uh, salt and vinegar chips or whatever it was. And so, she's like, oh someone took the chips and he's sitting in the dark eating the chips going oh sorry did you want the rest of these he's like and she's you, like you can <laughs> have the rest it's like why are you sitting in the dark lights out lights out no shit lights <laughs> out like flip the switch out. dude yeah <laughs> and so they they like sit down and then they start talking about like her mom and um, having cancer and why she wanted to become a scientist and how, you know, she, the mom passed when she was, I think she said 16. Mm, so, or younger. No, 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 14, 14 or 13 or something. Yeah. Cause she, she said she ended up in, in yeah. foster or in, in, in foster care mm -hmm. for two or three years. Emancipated. And then emancipated at 16. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So she was just talking about like how hard it was and, um, she starts kind of tearing up and crying and he's like no 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 it's okay and he like quickly hands her like a used napkin and she's like why would you hand did me you just like, hand me a used tissue and he's like i panicked i panicked i didn't know what to do <laughs> you were crying like, oh god what is that quote from where it's like it's like a dude does something for a chick and she's like why did you just do that and he's like i panicked i didn't know what to do man. Uh, so there's funny. a movie that shit's from too and i can't remember what it is right now yeah, but they're talking, they're having, like, I think this was one of the moments, like, they really kind of connected. Um, yeah, and he, he's about to tell her, like, something big. Mm -hmm. And then and the, that, stu me. that stupid ginger fuck shows up. <laughs> Gingers always show up at the wrong time, and it's just really unfortunate for me. He's a fucking daywalker. He's got no freckles. <laughs> so he shows up, and he's like, why are you guys sitting in the dark? He's like, holy yeah. shit, you guys scared the hell out of me. And so he's, he's saying like, you know, he gets his snacks and he goes, oh, Olive, are you coming with? And she's like, um, and in her head, like monologue, she was like, I really don't want to, but yeah, sure. Like I'll come with. Yeah. They so all, they, they all leave and go back to their stuff. Yeah. So, but she really wanted to stay, which was annoying, but, um, so I, really hated the next scene which is olive going over to adam's house because benton um wanted to have a discussion with her yeah wants uh, to go through like boston through the the final like stuff on her mm -hmm. like her coming to his lab to work yeah yeah and they don't really give a lot of details like they i'm kind of glad that they did this like she didn't the author didn't drag it out with like a long conversation between the two of them of explaining mm -hmm. all this stuff so i kind of like that but um 
he, you know, Adam comes in and he's like, Hey, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. And he's like, no, we're done. We're, we're done here. It's good. And he's like, Oh, okay. And she's like, cool shit. I didn't get in, you know, like I'm not, I'm not going to Boston to do this. Yeah. He's like, Oh, oh well, I'll take, I'll go ahead and take you back to, to mm-hmm. campus. I got to run over there anyway. Yeah. And Tom, before they leave, Tom's like, Oh, and Olive, I'll see you in Boston. I look forward like, to working with you in Boston next year. Yeah. And she's like, oh, sh- oh, shit. Like, she's like, fucking, really? Really, bitch? So she gets excited. But I just, the whole time, especially when I, when I first read this, I thought there was something odd with Tom. But when I reread it. I was From like, the get-go. Yeah, but when I reread, I was like, oh, you can see every fucking mm-hmm. pinpoint red flag. But when I first, um, I'll get into that actually later, but um, so they they drive back to school, Olive and Adam, and she's like, oh, there is a flu cella happening at the campus. We should go. He's like, what? There's what? (laughs) There's what happening? She's like, like, don't you get the emails from admin? I'm pretty sure it's mandatory. And he's like, I don't get a flu shot. She's like, well, don't you get the emails? And he's like, I got a really good spam blocker. (laughs) And she's like, She's like, yeah, flu cello. Like, it's like Coachella, but for flu vaccines. Like, we should go. And it's free if you show your badge and all this stuff. And he's like, um, no, I'm fine. I'm, I have a really good immune system. And then she's like, are you afraid of needles? Because, like, he no. she could, like, see him tense. I'm not afraid of needles. <laughs> afraid of needles. Just she think they're like weird. Like, yeah, just think like, they're, they're weird. So sanitary. <laughs> but so they end up <laughs> going to quote-unquote flu cella and on their way into get the shots they end up finally holding hands which in the con in their contract was no like anything unless they had to but this oh. felt more like real i forgot about when she was when she was telling malcolm about the rules like back when she's first telling Malcolm that it's like all fake and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, no sex. And he's like, you do realize like oral and butt stuff is still sex. Right. And she's like, <laughs> we're not doing any of that, Malcolm. Not doing that. <laughs> any kind of sex. No. <laughs> so. Because this, this girl, Olive had thought like for a while, she was like, there's something wrong with me. Like, I don't find people sexually attractive. Mm-hmm. Like, Maybe yeah. I'm asexual. Like maybe I'm just gonna be an amoeba and just split for myself one day, mm-hmm. and whatnot. But she's like, she's slowly like, especially with the whole like ultimate frisbee sunblock scene, she's mm-hmm. just like, oh, bubba, I'm bubba. <laughs> I'm very attracted to him, and this is new because I have not felt like this before. Yeah, yeah, it was very. It's a. I think the way the author did that though, I really liked because you always see. For, especially for main characters you always see you know typically straight people so it was nice to have a character that wasn't just gay or straight but there was she, she wasn't really sexual there was an asexual um yeah. well she's technically because my friends like this too it's co- technically called demisexual where you only feel emo- like you only want to do those things with a person that you love so and like and like extremely like. trust which she yes. she says later she in the game said that. yeah when when you said that i honestly thought you were gonna say that they're only attracted to like demigods 
And with him being like probably six four, six five ish, and like ripped, like yeah, maybe he's yeah, maybe. Hercules. 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 <laughs> so, so next they they go in. Um, her and Malcolm. Um, the next chapter discuss how he thinks that Adam and her are falling for each other because of what he's seen, and it was just a really short like little chapter of that conversation of them um but oh no it was where... it was it was after fluchella when he texts her when he, she's in the lab that's like oh my arm hurts and he's like she's like oh well i can come over and like like make you feel better and all this kind of shit and on shows up in the lab and she's like oh my god that is mm-hmm. disgusting You're the way you are phone. the way you are fawning at your phone you two mm-hmm. are deep and she's like no we're not she's like I'm sure Jeremy and I look the same fucking way. She's like, but I don't, I don't feel that way. Yeah. And then she's like meeting with Malcolm for coffee. And she's like, I don't know what this is. And he's like, oh, you got it bad. Bad. And she's and then, like, she's like, what am I supposed to do? Tell him I've got a crush on him and all this kind of stuff. And then I want to be with him all the time. And I only want to talk to him. And he fucking shows up. And, and I'm like, here's the ending of it. I'm like, finally, yes. finally, they can they can just fucking tell each other because it's been clear to me for two chapters Mm -hmm. at this point that the dude is crazy about her and he and he has been yeah for a very long time and so it was really cute or not cute it was frustrating because she's like she just lies again she just lies again yeah and she, she was like yeah i heard it but it's okay and she's like well it was about somebody else and he was like no i know it's fine it's fine you can like we're just fake dating you can like other people and so she has to pretend like that it's another crush with somebody else um and then that's when holden comes up to them and jokes about knowing adam since grade school and how they're best friends and um and she's like adam's got friends yeah this This is something that a girlfriend probably would know yeah i should probably know about these friends like Mm -hmm. why don't i know about them and so it was she asks again oh holden doesn't know that we're fake dating he's like no why would i tell him and so it it was just so funny and weird and cute because i know like after finishing the book you know how he feels like throughout the whole time Mm -hmm. i just i loved it but um so she gets a notification after this that she has to speak at an event and she's freaking out because she cannot public speak. Mm-hmm. So they, um, she was supposed at for this conference, she was supposed to room with on Malcolm and all of them, but they were like, no, 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 you go. Don't worry about us. You, you go stay with your boyfriend. And she's like, how do I tell them that he's not my boyfriend that I well- want to stay with them? Was this before or after he had gone to Boston for like a week with Benton to work on some stuff and then came back? That This is after that, correct? This is after. Because I feel like there's a really important scene while he's gone where she talks with Holden. No, no, no. That's, af- uh, that, that's after the conference. No, that no, 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 no. That's there's, after the conference. There's two important scenes with, with Holden. There's one mm-hmm. at the conference. Yes. And then there's one prior, like prior to that, where he's like, I like, like, I'm glad that he finally worked up the courage to ask you out. 
Like he's been talking oh, about this girl yeah. in his in his department for a couple years. Yes. Like, yeah. And she's just like, Sorry, oh, I'm it, a Benton, it, not not holding. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's yeah. the conversation with Benton at the conference. Yeah. No, but with with Holden, he's like, I'm. He finally worked up the courage to ask you out. Like, mm-hmm. he's been talking about this girl in in his department in the same department as him for years. Mm-hmm. And she's just like, oh, I guess there's someone else that he's like into. Yeah. Like she, immediately said, is like, it can't be me. It's got to be someone else. Yeah. Cause he, he even told her, he was like, yeah, she, he just talks, keeps always talking about this amazing girl. Mm-hmm. This amazing girl. And that, you know, he's in, she's in his department, but they don't work together or something. Right. So, but yeah, so that conversation happens. And then, um, at the conference well she goes up to adam and says um because she was like kind of frustrated trying to find a last minute place to stay and everything was booked at the hotel for the at the conference the hotel that the conference happening at mm-hmm. and he's like what what are you doing and she's like oh, they expect that i'm going to stay with you but i need to find another place because that's just not happening we're fake dating like i can't put you in that position and he's like no 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 put me in that position it's the two double beds like you can you mm-hmm. can room with me it's only going to be a one night that we overlap that we're both going to be in the room so it's fine right he was like all good and so she's like you know she kind of fights him a little bit but she's like okay finally ends up um saying that she'll she'll do it and stay with him and it will be good so she asks him to come to her speech uh, to her talk and he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll make it there. And she's like, it kind of over, um, overlaps the keynote speakers. But if you could come, that'd be great. And then she looks down at his badge and he's like the keynote speaker. Yeah. And she's like, fuck, like, okay, like, you don't have to come. It's fine. And he's like, no, if I if I can make it, I'll make it, you know. Right. So and she's like, well, I'm going to be recording it because I'm recording it for my advisor teacher, because she yeah. can't she can't be here and wants to see it. So. I, if nothing else, I will have it recorded. Mm-hmm. So it flashes forward to her at the conference and um, making like asking Malcolm and on if her dress looks okay because it shrunk a little bit in mm-hmm. the laundry room or in the laundry. So she was like, does this still look conference okay? Like proper attire. They're like, yeah, like you're sexy. It's cute. Like it's still conference conference ready like you're good Mm -hmm. so she's like okay okay so she has her speech and afterwards well tom is on is on the panel panel with her yeah yeah benton is on the panel with her so after her speech everybody's like clearing out you know because it's done the whole panel Mm -hmm. and he comes up to her and tries to make a move on her twice twice tries to kiss her and then when she denies it the second time he starts basically yelling at her and and blaming Mm -hmm. her and he's like clearly um you know or like he was talking about how good her legs looked how she wore the tight little dress just for him and he's he can see now why adam would be wasting his time with her and so she's like yelling at him and she's like oh well I'm going to tell Adam about this. Like, he's not going to like you. And she, he's like, who, who do you think Adam's going to believe? His girlfriend mm-hmm. that he's been with for a month or so or his best friend of years? 
And she's like, um, okay. And she kind of just backs down because he was just being very rude and just very gross out, like just grossed me out that he, what he said to her. So she goes up to the room and just cries. And Adam comes in and he's like, oh, what, what's wrong? What, what happened? And she's like, no, no, it's fine. It's, it's nothing. And he's persistent. He's like, what's, what's wrong? Olive, what's wrong? So she finally gives and she's like, somebody I overheard people she never said his name which pissed me off she should have just said it right then and there but she said I overheard people saying that you know my stuff isn't good and the only reason I got on the panel is because I'm dating you Mm -hmm. and he's like that's not true like your work is good you you do a great job like um you know don't listen to them they're if you need me if you know names if you need to file a complaint like we'll file it together it will be fine She's like, no, I I can't do that. I don't want to put attention to it. It's fine. So he's like, well, how about we just go to dinner? Take your mind off things. We'll go to dinner. So they go to a sushi, like conveyor belt, like all you can eat place. And she, they, they have a good time. They have small conversations, Mm -hmm. have a few drinks, and then they go back to the room and then they fuck for two chapters no wait you're not let me get there (laughs) because something important happens beforehand and it's my favorite trope so they get back to the room she's like um and she's like hey i'm not gonna go back out if you want to go back out and like hang out with people and all that stuff for the conference you know go ahead like i'm not gonna stop you he's like no 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 i'll i'll stay here with you and she's like okay well if you want to watch a movie like that'd be great he's like okay, fine. Let's watch a movie. So she's like, how about you pick the movie um, while I get a shower and get changed and just promise me you're not going to pick any movie with dead horses in it. And he's like, okay, that's weird, but okay. So she comes, she goes to look through her bag and she's like, oh, I forgot my PJs. And he's like, I have an extra shirt that I slept in last night that you can borrow. That says biology ninja on it. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It was so cute. And so she's like, oh, um, thanks. So she showers, she changes, she comes out with knee-high socks. Knee-high unicorn socks. Yeah. And then the his shirt that comes down to like her mid-thighs. And I love that when she comes out, he's literally sitting there with her remote. Like, I'm literally like, Google, like googling these movies on netflix saying that the Come name dead and horse. dead horse <laughs> and he's like i think this this movie will be good because it like dead horse doesn't come up with it so right they end up like like they don't I, they don't even get to the movie because he starts talking about his hard hard time in academia and um how he had a professor that was very rude and always struck him down and she feels bad and they they kind of start talking and she gets closer and closer and then they finally have a kiss that's mm-hmm. not forced it's not fake whatever she's and like he, sorry I, i'm i'm sure you don't want this and he's like hand crotch she's like i don't tell I me what i don't want yeah but he and then he tells her like you know if you don't want this like it's we shouldn't do this like this is against your con the 
fake dating contract or whatever. She's like, I also said nothing off of campus. Uh, so yeah. I think we already broke that. Exactly. So I literally, in my notes for this, like review in this book, I have chapter 16. They do it. LOL. And then <laughs> chapter 17, they do it again. <laughs> like I said, they fuck for two chapters. I love it. Let, so, me, let me see how long these chapters are in this fucking book, too. They're not that long. Uh, in terms of time-wise, they're not. 16 is 31 minutes, and 17 is 29 minutes. It's an hour of fucking. That's funny. That's I mean, funny it's like half of 17, so it's like 45 minutes of fucking. Yeah, that's funny. But still. But, but the, okay, I also love... Um, chapter 16 because he's like you can totally tell how much he's into her like he's taking his time he's kissing her he's you know he's doing a little bit more than kissing i'm getting there (laughs) so he's asking but this is what i love about adam carson carlson he's asking permission to like do everything and i think that was like really sweet Mm -hmm. but he gets to like you know she's like she's like we shouldn't do this and he's like he's like you can change your mind like that's okay she's like no 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 like i do want to do this like it's Mm -hmm. just and then explains like her whole thing well she only has to explain it after a certain body part on his hand wouldn't go in her i think he was using more than one no it was just one because it specifically states it was just one and it took up her whole yeah this is like the size of this fucking can. <laughs> it's a fucking 16 ouncer right there. Oh, I can't, can't put that up there. No free advertising. But it's like, look at that. It's how big around it is. <laughs> it's a, that's a but two-hander he, right there. But he gets mad. Like, he doesn't get mad, but he gets uh, here like... We go. Here um, we go. I bet oh it's, more, God, it, it's more like this. Maybe like that. You're ridiculous flashlight you're ridiculous flashlight finger <laughs> you're ridiculous Ooh, i got another one i got another one i got another one huh huh oh no no <laughs> so don't mind me she... i just find random things around to compare yeah. to <laughs> So she she tells him like all about her experience, which is not much. And he's like, Olive, you're basically a virgin. And she's like, please, can you just please continue? Like, I really want to do this. Like, this is the first time I've ever wanted to do this. Can you just please continue? She's like, I just did it in college to like see. To just, yeah, to just see what it was like. And he's like, okay, fine. But tell me like to stop at any time. And then it whips her out. I got into the mic to whisper that one. So then yeah. I whispered, and then he whips it out. Oh my God, put your mic away. So <laughs> that's not what Olive said. <laughs> oh my God. So, anyways, he had to leave early in the morning. So after their encounters, encounters, he she wakes up to him gone, and but during after like their encounters. They're still up, and he talks about how his family's um, Dutch, and he moved to the United States when he well, was very young. They're not Dutch; they're Americans. But his parents were in 
were diplomats in the Netherlands. So he speaks Dutch. Correct. So he's like reading her like, or he was reading a book in Dutch and so she was asking about it and all that. So then she wakes up to see that he's gone and that she has so many uh, messages from on and Malcolm. 143 text messages from on. Mm-hmm. Fuck's sake. There are, there are some days of the group chat that I got with my boys. Like I'll get off a mower or something like that and look at it. And it's like, I've got 87 missed messages in the last 45 minutes. Yeah. What are they talking about? Yeah. It's ridiculous. So she, they come over to her room and they're talking about how Malcolm um, finally, finally gets finally golden and they make love and she's editing because her professor wants that video or the recording of her talk on the panel. So she's editing it because she realized she didn't stop the recording. And I feel like everybody knows what the, what's hap- coming. She well, she had realized that when Adam was still there and I was like, I was like, dude, ask, ask to watch the speech, ask to watch the speech. You came back and she was crying because people said it was, it was terrible. Mm -hmm. Ask to watch it. Ask to watch it. Please ask to watch it. Editing it it, though. She accidentally hit play. And so, cause on and Malcolm were talking about what he was did with Holden and all this stuff. And when they heard Tom Bennett's voice come up saying like all this nasty things to her, they like stop and they're like all of that sexual harassment like you need to say something like that's ridiculous you need to tell adam she's like no i just i can't so she gets advice from holden about if she should show adam and he go he like tells her like you know scientists love their evidence and you're holding evidence and um let me just say that you know adam is very much into you like well he's she's like would Adam be happy here in Boston? And he's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like, you know, he's had a few girlfriends over the years, but none of them have compared to like what he studies. But mm-hmm. you just locked in number one position of all time mm-hmm. because you asked that question and then proceeds to explain to her, look, he he's brilliant. He's had offers for years from many different schools, mm-hmm. but he never would even, even accept an interview with them until after you had already said you were coming to Boston next year to work at Harvard for a year. Yep. So she taking all that information from Holden, then she's like, okay, well now I feel like I have to tell him about Tom. So she interrupts his interview dinner with Harvard and he comes over and he's like, what, what's, what's up? Like what's wrong? And but before this, she had already told him because he said the interviews were going good and she she had cut it off with him. Mm-hmm. She's like, we can't do this anymore. We're not fake dating. We're not real dating. Nothing. So they hadn't talked for about a couple days. And that's when she interrupts this dinner. And he's like, so what's what's up? Why are you here? And she's like, hey, I just have something to tell you. And I'm sorry if this is a bad time, but I just I just don't think it can wait. And then Tom comes freaking flying over like the little asshole that he is. Because I think he knew what was going on. Mm-hmm. I think he, he did too. He knew what was going yeah. on. So if you she, know, you know. If you know, you know. So yeah. she tells him like, um, like, hey, can I just speak to Adam for a few minutes privately? And he was like, 
Olive, I know you don't know how these things work, but these interviews are just really important and he needs to come back to the table. And Adam's like, leave. leave. And she's like, and she's I'm like, sorry. She's I'm like, sorry. I'm sorry. He's like, no, not you. Tom. Tom. Leave. Mm-hmm. And he's like, dude, you're kind of ruined this chance. And he's like, I asked you to leave. And as they're having a little argument, she hits play and they both stop arguing to each other and look at her and Adam's just trans fix, like fixated on the phone, just staring at it as all, all what he's hearing is coming into him. And he's like, it was Tom that said all those things to you. Mm-hmm. That's why you were crying. Mm-hmm. And Tom comes to like reach for her phone to take it away. And Adam punches him. And I love it. Just made me so excited. Yeah, I actually, I literally, I just, I have the, the exact quote um yeah i think this is it he says it was him adam whispered his voice was low barely a whisper deceptively calm his eyes unreadable it was tom the reason you were crying olive could only nod in the background tom's recorded voice droned on and on talking about how mediocre she was how adam would never believe her calling her names this is ridiculous Tom was coming closer again, reattempting to take the phone away. I'm not sure what this bitch's problem is, but she's clearly Adam exploded so fast. She didn't even see him move. One moment he stood in front of her. The next he was pinning Tom against the wall. I'm going to kill you. He gritted out little more than a growl. If you, if you say another word about the woman I love, if you ever look at her, if you ever think about her, I'm going to fucking kill you. Mm-hmm. Adam, Tom choked out. Actually, I will kill you anyway. Yeah. I loved that scene. Loved that it. Scene. Loved, loved it. it. Because this is where he first says, not even to her, but around her where he says he admits that he loves her. Mm-hmm. And I love it. I love a good male fight. So cock fight, cock fight, cock, cock fight. fight. Cock fight. <laughs> so all the people get involved with heart the Harvard people and they're like Adam. And she's like, Adam, you have to go to them. You have to fix this. And he's like, I'll fix it and I'll be back for you. Just leave right now. I'll be back. So they leave. Um, her and Malcolm and um get on a plane. They go back to they go back home and Holden and um, Adam were on the plane like directly behind them so they get to the airport like 10 minutes behind each other so they're all at the airport she's you know he tells her that everything's fine that you know it's all good he's not in trouble it's fine and they go out to a double date because uh, Malcolm and Holden said well now we need to go on a double date and he's like no I kind of think Olive and I want to go home and he's like nope yeah you're coming to a double date, buddy. So they have like this cute little double date. They're all talking about Adam and Holden's background and why they're friends and all this stuff. And that's when she finds out that all those years ago in the bathroom of her expired contacts, it was Adam 
Mm-hmm. Well, she had kind of figured it out earlier, like in she the book, did. but yeah. she's like, why wouldn't he say this to me? Mm-hmm. Like, and especially because she was like, if I bring it up, like he's going to think I'm crazy because like, I think about that all the time because of what he said to me, like it helped me make the, like the decision, like, mm-hmm. this is what I want to do. This is where, this is the path that I'm going down. Yeah. And she's like, well, wonder if he doesn't remember like earlier in the book, she was like, wonder mm-hmm. if he doesn't remember. So I just sound crazy that I remembered. Like it must have meant nothing to him or anything yeah. like that because he's he's never brought it up to me. Yeah. And we reintroduced ourselves like it was nothing. Mm-hmm. So they, after the dinner date, um, she finally tells Adam that she loves him, but in Dutch. Mm-hmm. I thought that was so cute. And then the um, ending chapter it was 10 months later and in the epilogue and she they recreate their first kiss in the hallway of bumping into each other and she's like can I kiss you and it's just like a really cute ending to the book yeah I loved it but yeah what's what would you rate this book I know you you said this isn't a cup of tea but you enjoyed it um Probably give it a solid four four. Ooh. Give it a four I'm four. Impressed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was gonna give it a four four point six out of yeah. five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean this this book honestly it reminded me it reminded me a lot of one of my like favorite manga series, favorite anime mm-hmm. series called the quintessential quintuplets. A weird name. Well, it's the story is about a dude that's like this big academic guy and whatnot, and he mm-hmm. ha- ends up getting a job tutoring five sisters, and then, I mean, all five sisters kind of fall for him. But he finds out that like, you find out there's this girl that he met when he was younger, when he was mm-hmm. kind of like a little badass, that was like she made kind of convinced him to become this scholarly dude, and that person was one of the quintuplets yeah and like you you find her in the very beginning he marries one of them but they all look the same so you kind of have to figure out which one who is it yeah no it does sound very similar but i i really enjoyed this book i Mm love the characters i think adam was a really well-written male character yeah he was still like an ass you know he still had his male like quirks Mm-hmm. But I think he was a very well written character. And then, like I said, I really like that it wasn't just everybody was um, normal people. Like they each had their own like background, their own history. Um, she, you know, she had her own kind of traumatic background. And I just thought it was a cute book altogether. Yeah. It, was, it was something I found actually through TikTok. I was like, oh, I'll give it a try one day. And yeah. I did. And I, I now it's a really good book that I love to read. Yes. So. But yeah. 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 Good book. Good choice. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. After, uh, I think we kind of needed this after the chaos that was our last two episodes. Yes. A hundred percent agreed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But, but yeah. So good book. Good, uh, good w- read for the week. This, uh, this got me off of the Saxon stories for a little bit, which is vastly opposite of this. Yes. <laughs> yes, it is. But, um, but yeah, good one. I'm, uh, I would be interested to see, like, to read some of, of, of Allie Hazelwood's other, other stuff. I would be too. I would love yeah. to read for other stuff now that yeah. I know she does have other things. Mm-hmm. 
I would definitely yep. want to read it. But I am very excited for our book next week. Which is, tell us. It is uh, Blood and, or Fire and Blood. Blood and Fire. Yeah, Fire and Blood. Fire and I'm blood. looking at it right there. But George R.R. R. Martin, it is part one of the history of the Targaryen household. Mm-hmm. Which that's probably gonna have to be a two-parter that's a long one that's a long a very one long book. it goes through probably 300 years of history for the targaryen household yeah yeah and that's only part one there's like at some point he's gonna put out a part two to that yeah that he hasn't even attempted to start yet mm-hmm. but i'm very excited for that that's that one's gonna be a lot i loved that book loved it i love yeah. game of thrones i love i love that kind of stuff I'm just but, already getting a headache from how long it's going to be the podcast for. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's almost split it into two parts. Yeah. But uh, honestly, we could probably do an entire podcast just on the, the dance of dragons in that one. Very true. Which is the Targaryen civil war. Yeah. And that's going to be, I think that's going to be the basis for the house of dragon in the new game of Thrones series on HBO. Mm-hmm. Yep. But good episode. Good book. Yes. I'm excited. Any shout outs this week, Miss Taylor? Agatha Christie, my our perfect, perfect uh, mascot over here who is literally laying and sleeping right next to me on the chair. Was one of the cats just uh, just fucking with a mirror or were you tapping on the table? Because it sounded like I could hear the mirror getting, getting oh, hit. Oh, probably me. I was hitting. <laughs> I was hitting the table. Um. Is that your, that's your only shout out for this week, just Agatha? I think so. Okay, okay. Um, I I'm gonna give a shout out to Danielle for dealing with mm-hmm. me and not being too upset with me for not seeing me tonight since I'm still kind of sick. Um, and I'm also gonna give a shout out to our two friends, Miss Allison Smith and her wonderful fiance, Mr. Colin Schilt. We had a wonderful weekend with the two of them last weekend. Yes, your we sister did. and I did. And then we even came to y'all's house and partied with you and your parents mm-hmm. and some of the neighbors. And it was a good time. Possibly possibly did a little bit of setting some stuff up. Yes. Yes. <laughs> now you remember. It came, it, came, it came to me really quick. I was just like, huh? Big, big brain time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Had to think about that for a second. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> but yeah, good episode. Uh, yep. Those are my shout outs. Don't really have any fun facts or any uh, any interesting questions to ask this week. Mm-mm. Yeah. No. But, but as always, follow us on our Instagram, Off the Books Podcasts. Yep. Um, follow Check. us on on Spotify. Check us out on Apple, Google Podcasts, all, all of where you most platforms where you can find podcasts. We are, yep. which is amazing. Um, Do you think we should set up a Facebook page at some point? Probably. We probably should. We probably should. That might be coming to you guys sooner than later. Yeah. Yeah. I can always do that. All right, but yeah. Yep. And then, uh, like always, follow me on Instagram at mis- at Mr. Humerick. Follow Taylor at TaylorCoff99. And if you are ever in the mood for some sports or just some absolute dumbassery, follow the sister brother podcast, whatever you want to call it to this. 
the Mr. Relevant show where you can find myself along with my friends Andrew and Jacob. No, it's not. I can't really call him Jacob. It's Jacob. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll give him a shout out. Shout out to Jacob and his wonderful wife Morgan, who are expecting their third baby. Congrats, yeah. guys. They're having another boy. Oh, wow. All three of them are, are boys, what? and all three of them are going to be Hellraisers. Yes. So, but thank you guys for listening. Thank you. And once again, as always, remember to keep that shit off the books. Keep it off the books. Exactly. Yep. So, we will see you guys next week. Thank you for listening. And, uh, Tell everyone that you know about us because they need to know about us. Oh, 100%. Okay. Well, bye, y'all.